COVID has finally broken us. Well, I say finally. It's broken us again. We are separated on our own. Can't hold each other. Sad days. We can't hold each other's hands under the table Mm -hmm. as we film. My parents have the big Rona. We do. We we actually rub ankles. Rub ankles. Rub hands. Rub other things. And uh, (laughs) how are your parents? Are they okay? They're good. Mum was definitely a lot worse than my dad, but uh, she's, okay. she's fine. Like she's she's still functioning, which is so uh, you don't you don't positive. have it though. You don't have it uh, as of right now. I don't, but um, who knows? We'll see how it goes over the next couple of days. Starting to feel a bit uh, croaky, or are you okay? Um, I don't know. Sometimes I do, but then I feel like it's just me being like, I yeah. must have it because my parents have it, right? Yeah, that's the worst part of it. So you have to see, so because you have someone in your house, does that mean you have to isolate for seven days? Is that correct? No, no, you don't have to. Um, I it's don't have only to isolate anymore. No, only if you're an intimate partner. Oh, okay. See, this mm-hmm. is the thing. Everything changes so much that I can't even keep up with it anymore. Yeah. Like, I, well, I, I only can't keep up with it anymore. I only know because... I was like, oh fuck, I'm a close contact now. I gotta, I gotta have a look. So is Nicole coming over, or are you going to hers, or you're not seeing each other? No, we, we could, but because her parents are immune and compromised, we're just not seeing each other for the next week. That's exactly the same with my, um, with my partner, someone in her family. So that's the, that's the thing. Like, we haven't had anything like that in our house yet, but I know the second it happens, it'll be like the exact same as you. Yeah. Like that would just be the case. So it's a common. I, just, baby. I said, I said to her today, like, I want to get COVID with you, so we can just. <laughs> At least yeah. we can see each other and like <laughs> chill out because yeah. I don't want to be like amongst other things. Know. Yeah, it just weird times, man. But hey, at least we're shaking it up a little bit with a with a COVID episode. I'm gonna live myself out a little bit there. Well, yeah, we haven't done a Zoom a Zoom for a while. Yeah, I don't think since um, I think we did one of the last classic episodes for a Zoom, if I'm not mistaken. I think Earthshock, and it was Earthshock. pretty dreadful because your your yeah uh, sound of your AirPods was was rough. Um, yeah, my yeah. mum put my AirPods through um, the dryer. Not the dryer. So did the, you, uh, did your mum machine. put the AirPods through the washing machine, or did you leave your AirPods in your pants and then put them into the wash? I had taken them to work, yeah, and I, I kept them in my shorts because, like, I, I had my AirPods on at work. Not all the time, but sometimes, just so I could like listen to podcasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I swear on my life, my mum literally made such a big, like, a big scene like two weeks prior saying. I always check through people's pockets. I don't like doing it. She literally said, I don't like doing it, but I always check through people's pockets to make sure I'm not washing anything. I shit you not, literally like a week and a half later, she washes my AirPods. Um, <laughs> they're fine. Like when I put them in the first time, they, they sound terrible. I'm like, that's it. They're fucked. And I literally bought them a couple months prior. I bought the latest AirPods and then um, yeah. they're water resistant, but not like this. So I left them out in the sun and now they sound fine. But then I answered a phone call at work and they couldn't hear me. And I'm like, is it just a connection? And then like people kept calling me like, I can't hear you. You sound really muffled. So I was like, fuck. So clearly the 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 microphone didn't survive the journey. So um, luckily my girlfriend's got AirPods. So I was like, yeah, I didn't want to repeat what happened last time. I knew it'd probably be a pain in the ass for you editing wise. Mm. So and I try and make your life easier as much as I joke about it. As much as you joke about destroying I don't like to make your life a a, a living hell all the time. (laughs) Speaking of technology, robots. Was that... How how was that a segue? Was that a shit segue? Nah, it's pretty good. Yeah? As far as segues go. Yeah, I'll take it. Cool. All right. 
Robot of Sherwood. I hate that it's not Robots of Sherwood. It's a singular robot uh, in yeah, the title, which That is interesting, me. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the episode we're talking about today. That's season eight, episode three. Um, baby, girl, Connor, we are the 50% Doctor Podcast. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. 50
a little too different in his characterization of the of the doctor it still felt like the same guy but it was just vastly different moods you know this kind of felt like series nine pete or something i don't know it's interesting you say that because like i always think like how writers coming into doctor who especially writing for doctors and companions that like you know this is the first season with capaldi like they hadn't seen him on like an episode before mm. like moffat would have just been like this is what his doctor's like maybe he'd read a couple of pages of like some scripts but like you know you don't yeah. know per se like really what his doctor's going for but that that's what like a showrunner and a script editor are, are, are for to go yeah. in and make sure all the, the characters sure kind of sound you... the same you know yeah no i get what you episodes. mean um because it's weird because like you know the next episode is really dark mm. and then we've got time heist which is dark in places and mm-hmm. you know it's a bit grim and caretaker is like yeah the doctor comes across very blunt in it and then we've got stuff like uh kill the moon and flatline like you're right he is like capaldi's character is very the doctor of capaldi's doctor is very like cutthroat mm. um and i i mean like he's having fun he's like you know he's 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 firing arrows he's 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 having fun at the fair. Yeah. He's enjoying himself. He's bantering. He, he blows up wood with his he, Sonic somehow. Yeah. You know, we always had that thing about the Sonic being like, it can suddenly do this. Yeah. It just blows up a uh, a target. Mm-hmm. Um, which Good looks stuff. fun. And they, they clearly obviously just blew it up. And that's fun. I like that. Mm. But it's like, okay, when? Yeah. When could the Doctor just point and make a target explode? Mm-hmm. And it's silly how they, like, there's, like, three, there's, like, six or seven shots done and everyone keeps getting bullseyes. Yeah. It's just, it's it's silly. Like, it no matter silly. how good you are, I'm sure even the best archer in the world probably couldn't get seven bullseyes. In the and it's three different people as well. Yeah. So, suddenly the Doctor's a great archer all of a sudden. That's, but, a, well, perhaps he once was in his second incarnation, but we'll talk about that down the line in behind the scenes. Ooh. And you Ooh, never forget. Mummy. Um, like riding a bike, you know. So, <laughs> um, I quite like the uh, the way this episode starts. You know, we have Clara. She's talking about how take a punt. You, you know, she wants to go one one hero that she's never met or something. I don't know. I really butchered that, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, who's like someone you've that, always wanted to meet? Yeah, yeah, I, and I like that. You know, you'd use a time travel to do a time machine to do that, right? You'd that makes sense, you know. Go meet a celebrity that you haven't had the chance to meet because they're they're yeah. dead, right? Um, and and I think the sequence that followed of the Doctor and Robin uh, and Clara uh, at that riverside was beautifully shot and mm-hmm. really funny. It was my favorite in the episode. I genuinely was like, oh, I love this. I'm gonna love watching this episode. I'm having so much fun. Unfortunately for me, that was the highlight of the episode. And I only kind of right. dwindled down from there. But I thought that first scene was so funny. Robin Hood being like, Robin Hood laughs in the face of all. Ha ha ha! <laughs> and do people ever punch you in the face after you do that? Says, Not yet. Says yeah. I thought that was really funny. Even the doc's like, he had a massive. And then Clara's like, <clears throat> and he's like, yeah. ego. <laughs> yeah. And even like the, the sword fight with funny the spoon stuff. was actually fun as well. There's the classic... The, the last finger that the doctor that, pulls down is the middle finger. So there's a little. It's gotta be. That's gotta be. Come on. That's gotta finger. be something. Yeah, yeah I love maybe. That. 
Uh, but yeah, the, the sword fun. fight was pretty fun. Yeah, you're right. That opening is really great, and I do like the idea of. Um, you know, we've never really seen the Doctor. The thing I love most about Capaldi is Tardis, and it's a shame because he doesn't really get used very well. I think in nine and ten. But what I like about season eight and the Doctor's Tardis is that like he actually does use like the chalkboard. He's mm. he's reading books, and I love that. Even in like Deep Breath, he's like. He's sat in the chair and he's TARDIS. Like, yeah. he's just thinking. Like, I love that kind of stuff. And to open up on the Doctor just, like, doing some equations on a chartboard and he's like, look, I got nowhere to take you. Like, where do you want to go? Mm. And I think that's really fun. And even in, like, I haven't watched this in yet. Well, rewatched it. But I know he's, like, in the TARDIS just, like, writing that stuff on chalkboard and like reading books i love that about his tardis that's why capaldi's tardis is my favorite i know it's like smith's but it's a bit different lighting and it's like bookshelves in the back mm-hmm. um but that opening is really fun but i think my biggest problem with this episode is i've never liked robin hood that much and i've never loved his yeah, character okay. and i just had no interest in really seeing him in an episode so did you like I've never, you like robin I've, hood i've never cared for him but i don't dislike him you know i, yeah, I think he's p- pretty similar I think he's fun. I think he's a fun presence in this episode. Another scene that I quite liked was when they first go back to um, to meet his merry men. There's some good quotes in there that I can't think of right now, but they were that I was like cracking up. I, I thought it was quite funny. Yeah, the doctor's like pulling off slippers and taking blood injections and pulling out hair and stuff and being like, if yeah. you were real, you'd be dead in like six months. Mm-hmm. And they are real. Um, yeah, that stuff is fun. I just think... and. I do recall, um, I do recall, I don't know who he is, but the guy who played Robin Hood, I, I, when he got cast to play him, like the when the actor got cast to play Robin Hood, I know a lot of like fans were really excited. I think yeah, he's, I, remember I think he's quite, I don't know, I don't know him, I don't know what he's in, but I know quite a few fans are very excited to see him in Doctor Who, and I think that's what people were more excited to see is that he was going to be in an episode mm-hmm. but being in australia at the time for a while i hadn't really like seen him in anything but yeah he does really good to be fair he's he's really great as as robin hood i think he has a really good presence in the episode he's a really good counterpart to clara and the doctor i um, agree it's but- a bit it is a bit cliche that you know the companion always flirts with clara but i'll let it slide i, I think for me it. I was, um, this guy, he's uh, Tom Riley is Robin Hood. Everyone was Tom excited Riley, for Tom yeah. Riley. I was excited for Ben Miller. That's Ben Miller, of course. That was my yeah. hype for this episode, you know. Um, I don't think I've ever really spoken about it that much on here before, but as a kid, I was a massive Primeval fan, and he's such Prime a good Evil, presence in, in that show. Um, so I, yeah, I, I, it was so cool to see him in, it was awesome. in this show. And he is, um, he's yeah. pretty good in it. He, he's maybe a little underutilized and, and and things, but I almost feel like the tone of episode was kind of perfect for him because it, it's kind of silly and he's really good at that sarcastic stuff. Like, and he brings ah, that to let's go here and do this. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. But I don't know. It still, it felt like uh, it, we didn't fully quite reach his potential in the episode. I agree. It's hard to see him in an episode like this where I feel like he is a bit wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love Ben Miller too. Um, and I remember when he got announced, I did a classic Nerd Life Reviews quick news video, which is like oh, not really? even a minute long. Yeah, not even a minute long. And I remember I filmed it in my mum's car while she was in the shops. I kept doing this for like season eight. I did that. Um, I did that. 
the Cybermen will return in the season eight final video. Uh-huh. I, did, I filmed that in the Cole Shopping Center. <laughs> I remember your your mum your mum found out that we made YouTube videos for it because I chucked it up on Facebook saying I just did this video, and mm. she clicked it and watched it and then went on the channel and saw that you were on there as well because <laughs> she was like Con- I just saw Connor do a video in uh, in the shopping center. Because like whenever news dropped, I was like, I need to, I need to get on it straight away. Cause wherever that's how you get I people am, to watch your videos wherever it. I am. But um, yeah, I was so excited to see him um, come into it and to play a villain. I thought it was a, a great idea. But yeah, as far as cliche villains go, it's pretty, it's pretty up there. Yeah, it is. Though it is I the can kind of go with it a little bit. I don't know. He just needs like gold or something. Is that the plot of the episode? Man needs gold. Yeah, they're like, he doesn't take uh, silver or, or diamonds. He only takes gold mm-hmm. to, I don't know. I don't even fucking care. Like, it's, it was yeah. just, it was, it was hard to, um, I think if this, if this was an episode in season nine, I'd be a lot harsher with it. But since mm. I've been enjoying the whole Clara and Peter dynamic so much, it was more enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Because I wanted I more of it, it, you know. Because didn't you say that last week? You were like, I might... After we finish filming, you're like, I might watch Robot Show with because I'm just loving that dynamic. That's kind of how I felt. I, did, I watched yeah. it the night after, and I wasn't dreading watching it, even though I knew it wasn't great. But I really just enjoy that dynamic at the moment and enjoy the fresh, mm. fresh. I'm really enjoying season. Series Eight, man. I might go on and watch Listen Same. after we record this. Like, I'm this is I'm having a lot of I'm fun. Keen. I, hope it, I hope it keeps up like this. I'm really keen. I think I'm really gonna like it because since this episode's just a little bit shit and then that and then the frost of the shy apart from that i can't really think of an episode that really like didn't really hit the mark for me mm-hmm. so and even this even this rewatching it what for you i just made a weird i went to go mm, but i went like mm. uh, like it was a very weird that's the COVID, that's the covid hit in your throat <laughs> <laughs> it's coming to attack you uh, um no i think even even this episode which i didn't love i could still be like hey i i i i can i can enjoy it for what it is and Mm. i think this might be up there with one of my favorite seasons because which is weird because i never i never thought twice about it Mm. when it first aired i was always like well that was a bit anticlimactic like i'm not really digging this season but i think it's one that ages better when like maybe the viewer gets older i don't know i think it's one where we were really in the angsty teen phase that like we totally. we always thought that our opinions were better than whatever they could produce for us and shit, you know? Yeah, like, I don't get this shit. Yeah, I get you, yeah, man. Yeah. It was a weird time, especially it during, was. like... I mean, part of the fun of watching Doctor Who is, like, your mates watch it. I remember when, like, when season nine was airing, like, it was just you and me. Like, everyone else had dropped off. Yeah, um, yeah. And that was hard. Like, so, you're right, though. This this is, like, kind of, like, our angsty teen. Older, the, older than we were when we watched that. But um, mm-hmm. you know, I I think this episode is is fun, but I I just feel like you know Mark's got like a running thing where which is weird because his season seven scripts are quite original and fresh, but it's like it's just like a Robin Hood thing, and Robin Hood's pretty like you know already you know you already know what he's gonna do and then it's like of course there's some evil king who's ruling the land and it ends with a sword fight and it's like yeah pretty pretty predictable but with I some nice say, location work you know here and there we, yeah the location work was, was really lovely i will say yeah. uh the deleted scene which we'll talk about in behind the scenes 
if that had been in the episode, I feel like it might have added a bit more stakes because, uh, you know, for those who don't know, there is a deleted scene. We'll talk about exactly what that is, but it's a big part in the climax of the episode. Um, totally, it was yeah. taken down for, for understandable reasons, um, but it's yeah. available online. Um, and it just feels like um, it has a bit more stakes. Like it, it I, I feel yes. like we didn't really get that in the actual episode. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Of course. And I want to hear your thoughts on this because I felt like, you know, a fun part of the episode was like having uh, Robin Hood and the Doctor like constantly bantering and trying to one-up each other. Mm. But I thought it got quite old quite quick. And they kept kept running with it like the whole episode. You got the squid... (laughs) I got the squish. What, um, what's it? Yeah. What's it facing? What's Peter facing? Um, okay, so Pete the squish, he's both. Oh, is it middle? Is it middle? Okay, it's middle ground right, today. Yeah, okay, this I is how we it. dictate whether the episode is good or bad. Because okay, I respect. Uh, I respect little, the middle, Pete. We have this little uh, smiley slash sad face. Octo Moody, you invert it for the emotions. For, this is for our audio listeners. So um, yeah, like it's a fun time of an episode, love. but it's not. It's not great. So um, yeah, I agree. Middle ground. There's far worse. There is definitely but a lot worse. You know, the the banter for me though, just like yeah, it just it got a bit too old quick. I me. really agree. Like watching uh, the sequence in the dungeon. In the dungeon, yeah, like, was kind of fun, yeah. and I feel like it would have been fun if we hadn't had all this kind of stuff in the lead up to it as well. Yeah, it got but old it, quick. It was just so much banter. So much banter. It was. And I test against banter, and he starts bantering. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny it when just, the, um, what was it, the key falls down, and you just hear it go. We never turn Clara about this. Yeah, that was funny. It just uh, reminded I, me so much. Sorry. So that's, that's, that, that's that Zoom uh, lag for you. Zoom hype. It just, it just reminded me of, um, we'd already seen Day of the Doctor recently, and it just reminded me of like, the Doctor's being locked in there. And, I agree. And Clara, yeah. Clara being the smart one. And it's yeah. like, there's no the God. And it's like, okay, Clara's smart in dungeons and the doctor and someone else. And it's not another doctor, but it's someone who's supposed to be really smart is just a fucking idiot yeah. as well. And it's it like, was, oh, of course. It was funny in this though, when the, <laughs> I was like, that, that was who's the leader? And they both like start being all like arrogant and stuff. And so he takes Clara. That's what I mean. The, the, stuff, that, the stuff that they do is, is funny and it's good. Mm-hmm. But I just think that it gets taken so far. There's even a part in the episode which I, I think it's kind of funny, and like again, it's just like way too many jokes into it. But like they finally escape, and they're, like, they're walking out, and they got like the shackles on with a massive stone, mm-hmm. and it's like the doctor's like, first we have to find a locksmith, and he's like, it's like, is it to get rid of the shackles? And the doctor's like, no, it's, he's like, he says something like, no, it's for planting or something. It calls it for the shackles. I butchered that. It's, the delivery's a lot funny <laughs> in the episode. And then literally in the next scene, you just see the Doctor and Robin Hood walking into like, into like a area. And then they're just like rubbing their wrists. I'm like, <laughs> where the fuck in the castle did they yeah. find a locksmith who was, I'm sure there is a locksmith or something like that in, in the castle. But they're, they're prisoners. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck did the locksmith get rid of that? Sh- it's just Don't that just took me out of the episode. It. So dumb, Connor. You it's can't question like, it. Why not? I'm reviewing this shit. I'm ready to tell Mark <laughs> that you know. I'm telling him that like 
if I was writing a script and I had something like that, I would just, I would just wouldn't do it. I was thinking of a smarter way to do it. Like, mm. yeah, maybe it would be funny that like they shuffle him with their shackles on. Mm-hmm. That could have been a funny joke. And then like maybe they trip Ben Miller and grab the Sonic out of his pocket, and then they like get themselves out. I don't mm. know. Or maybe Clara grabs it and throws it to the dock. Or Sonic said chains off. Like why have we got to? It made no sense. Yeah. I am I am judging a kids show by the way in my free time but <laughs> I'm judging I'm high just five. saying it didn't it didn't make fucking sense. What did you think of the climax, the big sword fight between Ben Miller and Tom Riley? It's fine, but even before the episode aired they made a big deal about how there was a deleted scene. So every time I watch it I'm like, okay, what was what was the deleted scene? And I think I watched it a few years ago. Um yeah, but I, then I rewatched it tonight, and you're right. It does. It did feel like um, it felt like I was watching Legend of the Sea Devils, quite frankly, because mm. it was so choppy. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like quite a good scene as well. I think I, yeah, I feel like did, I definitely would have watched this back in the day, um, but I this is the first time I remember watching it to be honest today, and um, yeah, I yeah, think we I, did I watch it back in the day. Yeah, I. I uh, I agree. I think like directing wise, like it's it's good. It's it's not great, but it's 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 bearable and it's yeah. good for a Doctor Who. It looks pretty um, in parts. It does look pretty. Um, it kind of knows how they they just keep cutting back to like the Clara and the Doctor being like, oh, yeah, no, do it like this. It's like, could you just like keep off them for a little bit? Like the sword fight yeah. is more interesting. Um, but you know, it's a lackluster villain who's supposed to give a shit about like it's just dumb plot mm-hmm. about something landing like a shooting star landed and then the, it's just it's so dumb and you know what it's too convoluted to even care about and no one gives a fuck but like even like although their design it's like it looks uh, the look, i think the design of those like knights look mm-hmm. looks amazing i was about to bring this up they're so they look so good but they're like completely and utterly like underutilized yeah that whole so um much sequence with the knights and all the the slaves or whatever just wasn't really i just wasn't feeling it you know i wasn't really that invested in that sort of plot line no you're not like you don't i kind of like it kind of sets up um robin hood's misses which i didn't actually pick up to like no at the end, neither the tardis disappeared oh, thank- I'm like, oh so that's who that was <laughs> yeah i was I like 100% so that's his missus like, i have no <laughs> idea who this chick is and then at the end it was like oh here you go and i was like were we supposed to know that by now, or is this the reveal? I, I think I the only thing that gives it away is, um, I think, because I was like, why does uh, the Doctor kind of notice her? But I was like, oh, that's nothing. I didn't think anything of it mm. um, until the end. And I'm like, oh, okay. So <laughs> I love how she's just, she's just hiding behind the TARDIS until it materializes. And she's yeah. like, like canine in score union, like, I'm yeah. here. Here's your <laughs> gift. Yeah, but those... Um, those nights, I remember actually seeing it in person at um at the experience, and they look great. But they did just you like, stroke not... it like you did Peter? I didn't stroke it. No, I don't think I stroked anything. You stroked yeah, Peter, except, except Peter, except Peter's thing. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> except Peter's uh red velvet coat. I don't think That's I. Right. Well, there are people walking around quite a lot, and if you touch things, you get you get told off. But mm-hmm. um, but. No one was around in that particular area. They had that. They had the um, face the raven set up. 
the mm. area set up for the episode, so there was no one really around that area. But. Yeah. Um, I liked... Sorry, we're jumping back a bit. I just forgot the, the introductory scene of Robin Hood. I like how he shot the TARDIS. I thought that was fun. A fun little thing. Yeah, He's like hiding it, behind a bush. And the whole just like, the TARDIS just fixed itself. That yeah. is fun. That was fun. It is. That, op- that opening is really fun. And it just was like, everyone's just having a good time. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're cheering up the scenery. And it's really good. Uh, the whole the whole thing of the episode is like the doctor is like even in the end he's like I, I don't I don't even know if I believe you exist and they kind of touch on maybe uh, the robots creating Robin Hood and the Merry Men but at mm. the end Ben Miller's like we ain't got nothing to do with this so I yeah. guess it's like the whole fairy tales existing and there's a, there is a beautiful line where there's also like since when you start believing in fairy tales and she's like when do you think it's a really nice line Mm. um but i guess we're meant to believe that like robin hood did exist in fact and like would it was and the merry men all existed when they didn't i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know what they were trying to say what did you think of the ending of the episode with the ship flying off and they have to shoot the golden arrow and they're all holding it and it's a great wholesome moment um, yeah, what a great wholesome moment. I cared so much <laughs> about everything that was happening. Yeah, I really didn't know. Yeah. The only thing I really liked about the ending was how... And it's probably the only um, moment where I'm like, yeah, this is kind of like Pete, you know, where, like, basically, Clara, like, just just dished out a load of, like, personal stuff about um, the Doctor to Robin Hood behind his back, and he's like, she shouldn't have told you that. Mm. I really believed that line and I really liked that and I really like how he was like, you know, my personal information isn't yours, but that's the kind of only scene that like when he confronted Robin at the end for being like, I know that you're the doctor from Gallifrey and stuff. And he was like, she shouldn't have told you that. I like yeah. that. But yeah, finally some conflict, but conflict <laughs> is not just used for banter and shit jokes. Yeah. And that, that's why take, this episode kind of too falls much. Flat, I think. Yeah. It, it's too much. So yeah, the ending didn't quite work for Connor. Nah, I don't think so. It, yeah, I just think that Mark doesn't really, uh, doesn't really hit the mark. No mm. pun intended. He doesn't yeah, it, hit that it, bullseye. All right, <laughs> he doesn't hit the mark. He does. He just doesn't quite get it. Get get He get doesn't quite it. get it. Get it. No. Get that was None that was a really episodes. fast one. Yeah, none of his episodes really, like, just, you know, work for me. Mm. I don't know. I just can't, Maybe. yeah, I can't really get around it. Yeah. He's a, he's Doesn't really help I don't like Robin Hood, so. He definitely thinks he's a little bit funnier than he is sometimes, a lot of the time. He's still quite funny, <laughs> yeah. but, like, sometimes it's just like, Mark, you don't have to have a joke in every sentence of the bloody script, yeah. mate. I know. I think that was the problem. You know, I mm. think that, uh, you know, the problem was that, like, you know, it's way too... It's trying to be really serious in places and it's trying to make you care. Yeah. It's trying to make you sympathize with all these villages that have been taken over for all the gold and all the slaves and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we're just cutting back to constant slapstick shit jokes, which I'm just not really into, personally. Classic banter. So, never liked it when it aired. I uh, still don't really like it now. I remember I remember just being way more excited to watch Listen because mm. there had been uh, a Synoptist drop for it and obviously the name 
They released the first five episode names, I believe. They might have leaked with the whole script thing. They got leaked as well. But um, I think it's... I think I was just like, man, this is just what I want to hear. You know, mm. that's what I want to see, sorry. Like, I want to see, listen. Like, I don't want to yeah. be watching this shit. Like, don't give know. me this Mark shit. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm. That's a joke. Yeah, He's it's a fine. good writer. It's just, he, he just gets carried away is the problem. I think he does. And I, I do also think that he gets like, he gets bought back because he's been there since like season one. And yeah. I'd love I to see him, him back. And, I'd love to see him back as well. But I just think that, like, you know, him and Steven obviously got along really well with, like, Ryan Sherlock and Dracula together afterwards. Mm. And I, like I said, I think they're doing something now. So, you know, I I get why they keep bringing him back, but I'm also like, you know, like, come on. like Move along. I don't know I don't know if he would have gotten brought back as many times as he did if he wasn't such powers with the head writers. That's, that's all I'm saying. But. Sure, yeah. Interesting. Interesting stuff. But that's kind of it, really. Yeah, there's not a lot to say. Do you have any, um, I don't know, any, any things in the Doctor Who universe that have happened this week? Any? There's not, not been any news or anything, has there? I saw that um, Millennium FX, I think, who do the practical effects, but left in Series 12 are coming back for Russell's run. Um, yeah, I think... But yeah. I oh, was at Season 12, yeah. I think maybe... I think they only didn't do Flux or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, they're coming back. Yeah, apparently the guy who uh, does that just randomly, like... Apparently he's just in some, like, fan Facebook group. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I'm We're coming back. It. Yeah. Um, yeah, sounds like a great lineup. And mm. I feel like we've been saying this for a while now, but I do think that we are we are getting closer and closer to a possible 13th Doctor... 14th Doctor, sorry, yeah. reveal. Which Surely. is good, because I feel like we need something... To we do keep us going because we know it's not going to be until like September that we hear something new about the centenary, right? Like it's going to be dead uh, silent yeah. until then. I, I would think that is the case, yeah, because we don't really from Chibnall Zero, especially like you know they definitely changed up their marketing techniques. So hmm. even like even a even a title is not yes. Like, Just give are us they a trying title, to squeeze? Please. Are they trying to squeeze every little bit of like? news out of one episode to last them like six months i don't know wouldn't it be crazy if like they marketed it as just like the centenary special and like that's what they made the episode listing in radio times and stuff like that and then the episode comes out and you only just get the title in the episode and it's like the rise of omega or something like that like how, how crazy would that be ronnie's return yeah, <laughs> the Rani returns. Rani and Clyde back fun. in action. Rani and Clyde returns. Yeah, I. That's something that that's something Chibnall would do. I mm. I wouldn't be against that. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe that is why they're doing it. That that could be fun to have like a a reveal. But I was speaking with Dan the other day, and I I really I'm really now into the idea that the uh, re- regeneration is going to be like semi open ended, because. I don't know if you read, but I heard that um, Chibnall didn't even find out that Russell was going to be the head writer until like two days before even the public found out. Yeah, I don't remember how much if they'd finished the centenary by that point. Um, I don't know. Maybe I can. Maybe I can find out. Um, maybe they hadn't. But the only thing is, as well, like they've made it. Maybe they're lying. They could very much be lying. But totally. They no, said the title. I believe it wasn't because it, in it, the generation. I've heard it from a few different sources that um, 
that they they only found that out a few days before. I think thirty six oh, no, hours is the thing. I meant um I meant I meant maybe they're lying about how they uh they said the TARD the regeneration isn't in the TARDIS. Oh okay, because the, yeah. only, the only thing I can think about is that they kept that. I know I bring this up all the time, but they kept the setup for a while after uh, Jody had. Yeah, I don't. I don't think finished. that's a reason enough for me. I don't. I don't quite buy that one yet. Well, um, they said it's not in the TARDIS, so I don't see why they would say that if it's if it if it if it is. Mm. So. Yeah, I'm. That's what I'm I think. By to see this regeneration be something different, though. Like I think it's gonna be. I would be very surprised if it's not. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like they had wrapped the centenary before Russell was announced. So it looks to me like I know they, it's crazy. They wrapped the centenary on the thirteenth of October, from what I can see, and okay. then and then Russell was announced. Oh wait, no, I. <laughs> Sorry, I just what? got the the years the wrong way around. So the months the wrong way around. Um, right. September 25th is when Russell was announced to be back and then October 13th is when they wrapped the centenary so that okay. being said though they would have had to have had a plan of how they were ending the episode um, and then whether or not I when know, Russell yeah. got announced they were like okay let's quickly write a scene or get Russell to write a scene for maybe they could for it. Mm. maybe they could um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they like do you know a bit of an open-ended regeneration, which could lead into my theory that I think what they're going to do is with the 60th, they're going to have all the doctors in it and then Jodie's scene could be leading into the new doctor. Because everyone's mm-hmm. like, how can they bring her back if she's just regenerated? Yeah. A good way to do it is by maybe not even showing the regeneration itself, like cutting away and then maybe having her last scene in the 60th, or her scene in the 60th be also her last scene. Mm. And that's her regenerating to whoever said new doctor is. Who? Whoever he slash she may be. Knows. No one knows. I feel like she will regenerate just because it's being hyped like that. And even though in the centenary we see like regeneration energy around her hands, even though we know that's not her yeah, regenerating, that, it's still yeah, kind that of saying. Yeah. It's happening. I've heard people say it looks like she's opened the fog watch, which I can believe. I can buy that. Um, okay. That makes sense to me because it's that same okay. regen energy stuff. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to say because I'd like to think the BBC is smarter than anything we can think of. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Maybe not. Maybe not how it was under Chibnall, at least. I think maybe yeah. Russell would run a tighter ship, but... Mm. Somehow, though, after, I'm yeah. not against an open-ended regeneration. I no, don't mind either. the idea cool. that she regenerates and then we run to the title sequence um, and then we kind of get a soft reboot with the Russell era. Interestingly... interestingly uh, fucking talk, Aiden. Interestingly enough, enough um yep. that i believe the guy from millennium fx that wrote in that facebook group said that they're doing the doctor who reboot he said so it's okay. like maybe russell is trying to reboot it again um and make right. it you know ma- make it fresh and not be like continuing like it's not going to be series 14 it's just going to be the continuation but but like it's a jumping on point like more so than any right. other series i don't know 
because you always get you know Doctor Who's always good in like every three or four years having a jumping on point with a new Doctor but there is always a bit of baggage with it because you might have a companion from the previous era that's there you know they might reference something from the, the last episode or even the concept of regeneration doesn't always get explained in those first episodes so some people will be like, oh, you know, what? what's going on? What, why is he crazy? Why is Pete sniffing chalk or, or whatever? You know? Yeah. Right. Whereas when you have something like Rose, you're just introduced to everything naturally. So maybe they might go that route again. I don't know. Hey, but, but maybe so. I could see that happening. Even with like, you know, Chibnall's uh, episode, uh, season 11 story felt very much like that in a sense. Because like, I remember it had next to no references to previous seasons mm. they did the fez i think that might have been it yeah i don't think they did anything else i think there's one more thing which is very little fez and, and i remember obviously dalek and resolution yeah and then uh, that's right there were no monsters from yeah priest which by the way i think is really cool yeah um, and they, they, go, they call they unit do it very well but and they call unit and then yes that's when it was all starting to come out and then they even name dropped like torchwood and stuff in mm. 1201 yeah and that was the first time we actually really heard some references to stuff um though by the way I, I, again i don't think it was done very well but i thought it was really ballsy that they did um no new no, no uh, uh sorry no original i kind of like it but to be honest i, I think cool. it's done it all right cool. be interested to see on rewatch how i feel about it yeah do we'll think, get there do you think doctor who should be rebooted big question obviously not restarted but just rebooted in the same way that rose was yeah, I think so, because, I don't know, I feel like oh, it's in it's in a bad spot at the moment, I think. Yeah, I don't know so, if it's in a, I don't know if it's in a bad help. spot right now, but it's definitely... But fans aren't happy with it. It's definitely slipping, you know, like, like it, it's undeniable, and, you know, it's Easter, maybe the promotion wasn't that bad. I'm sure there's a, there's a million reasons maybe as to why yeah. the, this happened, but the... The ratings were so low for for the Easter special, and for you know the second last adventure of a Doctor to get like what two point seven million views or whatever it was is just not great. And like like you know I don't really care too much about ratings and stuff, but it's just one of those things where look, it's not in a terrible spot, but it's definitely not where it once was. You know I think you'd have to be a little silly not to not to admit that. Uh, I I think it's pretty bad. Like I think. People aren't happy. Fans aren't happy. I don't speak to, I don't speak to a single fan who's who's happy. And also, I think it's all the aggro. worst part of it. Yeah, there is. I think the worst part of it though is, um, it's missing that casual audience. Yeah, no, um, I agree. By casual audience, I literally mean like how my my mum would occasionally chuck on like a Doctor Who episode when she's like cleaning up or something. Like she yeah, would never ever ever like do us, that yeah. now. Yeah, she'd never do that now because she's like, I don't know, probably heard me say some bad things about it, but also I just don't think it interests it interests the uh, the casual audience anymore. Yeah. Um, so I think a reboot would be the appropriate thing to do, and maybe casting a. I think it should be an unknown actor, but I don't think it will be. But I if think. They do, I think cast, for a reboot, cast, cast someone new, yeah, who's like quite known and loved, yeah. that would help a lot. I think that's yeah. the way to build up hype, like get get a big name in there. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's the right way to go. And then maybe the next one, you get someone that's unknown. Just looking here, Con, and look, I know the times are very different, and obviously an episode that's pretty much, 
in the fourth season of a show is going to be have more views than an episode in like the thirteenth season of, of the show. <laughs> but yeah, you look at Waters of Mars, yeah. um, which is a similar thing, obviously slightly different time of year, but yeah. you know it's it's the second last special. And, yeah. and it got 10.32 million viewers Fuck. right like that's like yeah, four shit. times the amount of of Legend of the Sea mm. Devils and yes the TV market has completely changed that in that time and that, that is a big part of that figure but it's also a very big difference in the figure like it's it, that can't explain all of that that drop off you know it is considering also like you know the the TV is like is on at Easter Normally, mm. TV's on. Chuck on BBC. B- Chuck on BBC One. You know, mm. see what lineup they got. I did it's very see big in the UK. Like, how they like a big lineup on like an Easter or a Christmas or a New Year's Day well, or New Year's Eve. It's I saw that lineup, like you know? even the top show and stuff. All of the shows this Easter underperformed. Just didn't didn't like, do good. That all of the ratings across the board were really shit on Easter Sunday. I think. Um, but yeah, that fair was, enough. Yeah, that was that was a tough one. That, that's a tough rating. But. Yeah, I don't know this argument doesn't really help because it's it's not obviously that was just English ratings, but I know in Australia it's not really like known to like sit around the TV at Easter and like yeah watch a program after program. Maybe that's happening in the UK, but they don't they don't count the uh, they don't count the BBC iPlayer viewings, do they? They so do later. It's they do um, later. Okay. Yeah, well because they're they obviously can't put the iPlayer viewings on day one because iPlayer is a catch up service. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm saying, like, you know, like, that's just how people watch stuff these days. Like, that's how yeah. we watch every episode. Like, we don't watch it live. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so, that's just how people... Do, uh, well, we would we're watch talking it about fa- If we could. Uh, maybe. But, hey, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we would. Uh, probably, but my point is also, like... If there are people like us watching it now who have grown up with the show, um, you know, we're busy on Easter Saturday. We're, we're maybe we're, we're, I know it's not on Saturdays anymore, but you know, I wouldn't be tuning into Doctor Who on like a Saturday night at 7.30. I, I wouldn't, that's not what I'd be doing. Yeah. Now, Sunday is different because I'd be home, but at like 7.30, I'd probably be like having dinner or making dinner or like doing something else. Like, I don't know if I... I don't sit down to watch things at like a certain time anymore. Mm. I think those days are are over, sadly. Yeah. Like, I know like Better Call Soul comes out every Tuesday in Australia about like three o'clock, three thirty, and I'll try and plan it. But if I'm at work all day, I don't know what time I'm going to go home. Like, I don't have like a set yeah. plan to like I'll watch it at six o'clock. It's like I don't know if I'm going to get in past six or before six. Mm. So. Whenever I watch Doctor Who, I watch it whenever I whenever I get up. Yeah. Now yeah. it's different with time zones. But by the way, I rewatched. Um, I finally rewatched Legend of the Sea Devils. What did you think on rewatch? Give me a fifteen second oh, review. Man, it sucked. It was oh, terrible. You did it in. You did it in two seconds. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was. Um, I actually think it's like it's bad, and you can just tell production wise, it's just like it's a mess. It's like it's a complete mess. And actually, watch. I actually watched it when I was like really sent, and I was <laughs> like, okay, maybe I'll enjoy it more now. I don't know what it was about me being sent, but I was wearing like my critique hat because I could just. I know it. I noticed everything. Your art more. hat. My art hat. But I actually watched it upstairs on the good TV. I watched mm-hmm. it last summer on the bad TV downstairs, so that didn't help either. Seeing mm. all the, you know, all the, everything is like 
looking a lot more fresh on the TV and it looks a lot more bad yeah. on the episode. But That's right. Yeah, shame. Um, shame. Yeah, to my point, um, yeah, I, I think Doctor Who should get a, a soft reboot. I think it honestly would have been nice to maybe have taken a few years off before you do the reboot, but also it's like, I love getting more Doctor Who, so I'd also hate it if they did that. But I guess in terms of doing a solid reboot, having like three or four years off would have been a good time. But doing doing that at the sixtieth isn't the right time. So um, no, you're, yeah, that's right. Yeah, maybe there's an argument there that it should have been rebooted after series ten. I'm kidding. Oh my god, stop yelling at me. Maybe they should have taken maybe seven years have. off. Maybe it should and have. This is the reboot. Um, nah, look. Um, now nah, I I uh, feeling a bit different about jim Null these days because i've always been a bit more of a i've always stood up for the guy and i do stand up for him as a guy he gets so much hate like that's just unnecessary but his era ever since legend of the sea devils left me so empty i was like wow yeah i i don't care about this era like i i get some enjoyment out of watching it but i'm not invested like i'm, I'm not i'm not gripped to see what's going to happen in the centenary you know what you know what this is like and this is a sport analogy for you. And if you're into Australian sport, then um, fucking here you go, baby. This is going to be a great one for you. Connor knows about this sort of... We're talking about this at the end of the day. Yes, at the end of the last recording mm-hmm. we did after the show. Um, uh, AFL, Australian rules football. Great sport. It's an amazing sport. Connor's not into it. I am. Um, for mm-hmm. the last few years since I got into it, I've supported one of WA's two teams. And that's the Fremantle Dockers. And the other team is the West Coast Eagles who usually are like really great and they've won premierships this season. They're like bottom of the league. They're horrendous. But Frio, in like their 25, 30 years of being around, um, they have always been pretty bad. And they've, they've, <laughs> they've come up a bit and they've made their way. They got to the semifinals in 2013 and then they, they got knocked down and it was all downhill again from there. Um, this season, the boys... They're in... I think they've just gone down to third on the ladder, but they were on second for, for a long time. They're on fire. They're looking good. And I'm rooting for them, right? I'm feeling feeling good. And that... Yeah. But I went through years of being like, it's not... It's really not that great, you know? They're, they're not doing great. I'm rooting for them, and I want them to do great. But mm. God, they're just doing abysmal. What I want is when RTD comes back, to feel like I feel about the Dockers this year, where it's like suddenly doing so well, and I'm suddenly like, "That's my fucking team. That's my yeah. team. Let's go." I was there from day one. You know, buddy. yeah. And that's the thing, like yeah. shows like Doctor Who. It's like supporting a team where it's like you, you go yeah. through a, a slump at time where you're like, "Oh, they're not doing great," but I, I watch them and I want them to succeed. And every now and then you get a banger like Rosa or, or uh, you know, a few of the other good ones in Chibnall's era. But it definitely. I definitely feel hollow. I'm not... Yeah. I think Russell understands the climate of TV at the moment, and I think he understands that Doctor Who cannot last right now in the era of of TV where it is so good. There Mm. is so much great stuff out there. And can you blame people for not watching a TV Mm. show that's like... When you watch something like Legend of the Sea Devils and you watch something like Episode 3 of Medical Soul, Mm -hmm. like of Season 6, it's like... It's just, it's just so, and I, by the way, I'll never expect Doctor Who to be at the same level as that. I hope, but it just, will never happen, I don't think. Yeah. But you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it needs to, it needs to understand what kind of level of TV mm. it's in right now, you know? Yeah, it just and I think Russell a, gets that. 
I think it just needs a, a greater story on on our character work. You know, just just the fact. You know, the Thasmin stuff I, I enjoy and stuff like that. But you know, there's no hiding the fact that so much of the era was, uh, you know, just kind of done on the fly. You know, the fact that yeah. Ransor Ranzar Colos recently came out <laughs> that being first a, a first draft script that got. <laughs> So, and look, I'm sure it wasn't exactly a first draft. Oh. I'm sure that there was probably a little bit of editing done to it and stuff. But the fact Jesus. that that even happened and the fact that Chibnall knows that it's not great, it's like, you know, surely you go into writing your first series of Doctor Who and you have a solid idea for your finale there. You know, this felt like he made, he made it and quickly like came up with it and hadn't really thought about how things tie up. You know, I I don't know. It's it's true. Mm. You know what I was I'm thinking the other the day. I'm shocked the BBC even let them do it. But yeah, you know, it's a good. This is a good thing that I I have a pitch for you to how to fix Ransor of Colos. It actually okay. doesn't fix the episode at all. But um, Doctor's Den. <laughs> it's not quite Doctor's Am Den. Am I in or out? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Doctor's Den is Connor in. Or, or out. out with Aiden's Ranscore Avcolos idea. That's right, baby. We're going to find out when this tune plays. Okay. There we go. Doctor's Den, baby. I've... Okay. There we go. I'm going to stop that. That was annoying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. My pitch. So, the end of... It's not Can You Hear Me. It's... It Takes You Away. Second yep. last one of series 11, I quite like. At the end of that, resolves the Ryan and Graham thing. You know, he calls him granddad. It's a beautiful moment. I, I really like it. But yeah. you then have in the finale this big thing of where where Graham's suddenly on a revenge plot, which I didn't necessarily buy too much from memory, but I'll see how it lives up on rewatch. Um, but he's on this revenge plot to kill Tim Shaw. Wouldn't it have been great if Ryan hadn't called him granddad yet? But then, like, you know, Graham's there about to shoot Tim Shaw or something. And then Ryan's like, Granddad, don't. And then he's like, what did you just call me? And then call it's this me. whole thing of, like, you know, he's an idol to Ryan now. He he can't put this in front of Ryan. Like, that's not who the example he wants to set for Ryan. Right. Okay. Are you in or are you I out? I like it. I'm in. I'm in. They have a kind of similar scene where Ryan Vines says, I love you. But I don't oh, buy okay. that either. But well, um, fuck, I like mind. it. I guess. I guess I just. No, I like it. Yeah, okay. No, it's good. It's good. I like it. I I think that. Hey man, I'll take any emotion in Chibnall's era. <laughs> That's I, the thing that I is missing. That. That's what I mean by the character yeah. stuff. It just doesn't feel like there's any. Yeah. Heavy emotion in there. Like, hey, I, just, I think hmm. I think you're right. It would have been a lot better in the final. I do believe that. I remember thinking that, and. I can't really get around the idea that we get... Yeah, I can't... Can I actually... Can, I actually can get around the idea that it was a first draft almost, mm. but, you know, I, that just upsets me. Yeah. And the fact that BBC even let them do it mm. blows my mind. Yeah. Look, blows let's it. not... It let's not blows my mind. Sit on... Let's not... We've shat on Chimnal Zero enough this week, this episode, um... Let's let's move along. We hate to be overly negative, and we just were there for a little bit. Um, let's right. move on to it Australia's happens. favorite segment, baby. It's time for Goof of the Week. Goof of the Week is the segment where we talk about 
any production errors, any silly little things that we spotted throughout the episode that were not intentional. I have one. Connor, do you have one this week? I do, yeah. Surely it's the same one because it's so obvious. Okay. Um, do you want me to say it? Yeah, you say yours. Alright. Um, at the beginning of the episode... Uh, not mine. Clara is like... Okay. Clara is like... Uh, when they're fighting, Robin Hood and the Doctor, they're mm-hmm. like fighting. Clara is like, you know, she's like skipping stone. She's got her hands out like this. Yeah. And it cuts to a wide... And she's just got her hands like this, <laughs> watching the down. doctor fight. <laughs> so she just goes from like hopping stones like this to her hands like that, literally yeah. in a cut. Uh, that's what I noticed. What do you notice? Mine is you're gonna kick yourself for not noticing it because I literally watched it and was like, "What?" Like, <laughs> so Pete's wearing his purple suit the whole episode, right? And at, at the very end, his, his purple shirt. At the very end, yeah. he's walking around the TARDIS. He's in his purple shirt. He talks with Clara, and then. Um, like the last shot in the TARDIS is a close-up hand on the leather, on the on pulling down no. the leather in the TARDIS, and is you can see he's got like? his white suit on underneath it and pulls it down. Oh, the God. sleeve is white under his jacket. It's so funny. Um, it's obviously like a they got like a hand double to do it, you know, like a pickup almost. Like yeah. oh, we should just show him doing this. Okay, and and they obviously wow. didn't uh, <laughs> get the right suit for it, or maybe they pulled it from a different episode. Is another option. Yeah, maybe. well. A lot of hands in film and TV and like legs and stuff, stuff where you actually have to show them a lot of time mm. isn't said actor. Yeah, I so, know. But sorry, surely sorry to blow your uh blow sure, your idea of fun there, Aiden, but so obvious though. Like Oh my god. As if you just not That's get great. the right shirt or you'd pull it from a different episode or something and you think that no one's gonna notice. Like it's so obvious, man. <laughs> That's so funny. It I is. love stuff like that. Classic Doctor Who. All right, so we move on to our final segment for today, Connor. It's time for Behind the Scenes. Behind the Scenes is the segment where we pull back. We pull back. We pull back the curtain, is what I was trying to say. God, my mouth and my tongue's all over the place today. We pull back the curtain on the episode and we talk about the Behind the Scenes facts the stuff you didn't know little bits of trivia some cool interesting stuff ready for some conversations here today so uh the big one that we have alluded to already is a scene in which the sheriff of nottingham was beheaded revealed him to be a robot um was edited out of this episode's broadcast as it was deemed inappropriate in light of recent events in the news namely the beheading of two american journalists by the terrorist group isis um, I stand by that. Yeah. That was a, a good decision. Obviously, um, Doctor Who's a show to escape from. And if you were someone that was uh, hurt by by that or was very confronting for you, then I feel like seeing a beheading scene. Like I think it was like a day or two after it happened from memory. So I remember it, it was all over the it news. was very very close, very close. Yeah. So kudos to, to them for just being like, "Yep, we'll cut it." Even though, as you know, we were talking about from being able to find it online now. Um, it was quite a, a good scene in the episode, I think. Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, the ship actually did crash on me, by the way. I'm a robot too. Yeah. Oh, he's cool like, I'm seeing half it robot. with like, um, no VFX done. And you can see, like, it, even though it's in black and white, you can see Ben Miller's like, he's not, he's got yeah. like a green thing over his face where yeah, they're going to green screen the, it away. The neck and stuff. And then even yeah, when yeah. they put the head of him back onto the other version of him, um, so he's got, his body has no head on for a little bit before he pulls his head on. 
the, you can see the outline of where someone's yeah. wearing like a green head that's green head yeah body. yeah it's so funny so um, great i love an, it another thing is uh this is what i was saying earlier with where perhaps the doctor's i can't remember exactly what i said something about robin hood i don't know um the you know in the episode we cycle through a few different robin hoods on a screen at one point one of those actors is patrick troughton playing robin hood in the first ever tv appearance of robin hood wow look at that that's exactly. awesome a bit trivia peter Capaldi turned 56 while making the episode and was given a dalek cake as part of it. Um, go pete and then the other bit of uh, info about the episode is that uh, as we know the first five scripts of the of the series were leaked so the script was leaked yep um and as we continue to find out the full episode the rough cut was also leaked in black and white with unfinished vfx and that is how we have access that's, to the beheading scene you can't see the beheading scene in its proper final phase in color. Say, it's just in this black and white version so i yeah. was going to say that yeah i was like you know why would they have released it but that makes more sense now it I does get it okay yeah okay that right. was behind the scenes this week baby that, that was it great that was a good one yeah sometimes they stuff. suck that was a good one <laughs> i'm sorry um, nah it's not your fault <laughs> maybe they're just not good behind the scenes all right robert sherwood episode 107 of our podcast what yep. is your final rating out of 10 connor i give it a five out of 10 oh, interesting colorful some nice directing. Opening is great. The banter is good in places. Mm. I really like what's his name in place, Robin Hood. And uh, in places, it is just fun. And I like the archery scene, even yeah. though it is silly. I do like it. I'm gonna. When I wrote my score earlier today, I gave it a 5.5. But when I was, I don't know, just uh, like a couple of hours ago, I upped it to 6. Uh, just because okay. I, I went and had a look at other episode ratings. Because I've been getting a bit carried away with giving episode ratings too high and too low recently so i just thought i'd go and compare it to quite a few other episodes and try and bounce it off around then and look like i've given uh, episodes like where am i looking um things like the lazarus experiment i gave a 6.5 which is probably a little bit better than this so that makes sense for it to be a six and then Santaran stratagen poison sky i gave a six i think this is around the same level as that to be honest yeah um yeah I think that's a pretty good little little gauge to go off of. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's fun, it's colourful, it's pretty. It just doesn't yeah, it, quite. Uh, yeah, it'll do. You know, it'll yeah, do. It, it's like a you can watch it, but there's nothing to chew on. You know, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. it's enjoyable in the series. I think it's like having candy never, floss. Candy floss. You like have it, and you're like pinging whilst you have it. You're like whoa, humour funny. But then you go to chew it and you're like, it's th- gone. There's nothing there. What the fuck? How it's weird gone. is that yeah. about? Fairy that plants? is weird. I've 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 had that quite a few times. Where I'm just like, that is weird. It's like it's there and it's gone. Mm-hmm. Candy floss. Bizarre. A great song by our Galvini. Yeah. That's Vinny the musician. That's right. Yeah, um, she needs to uh, drop an LP soon. Yeah, she needs to give us a full studio album that we have royalties for. We can play a Vinny song at the end of every episode. That's what we should do. That'd be sick. Um, <laughs> okay. Royalty free, exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, our, that's us this week, guys, for Robot of Sherwood. Uh, next week, we will be cracking on with Listen. Listen. 
voice break. Let's maybe we will be in person. Let's maybe we won't. We'll see how COVID evolves. And yeah, also ho- hopefully. Going so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'll be back. But um, yeah, hopefully we're in person. Hopefully. Hopefully. I didn't say it like that. Yeah, you did. You, like, your voice no, broke No, I didn't. Down. Hopefully. Did I? Hopefully. Hopefully we were in person. Did it? I don't, I don't think it did. It sounded like it did a bit. I will examine on rewatch sure. if my voice broke or not. Okay, dear. All right. Would you like to sing us out Thanks. in song, Mr. Man? Mr. Man, okay. Mr. Man. It's Aiden's and Connor's podcast. We're doing Doctor Who reviews. Doing Doctor Who Sometimes it feels like we have to do this song at the end and we both hate doing it so much now that it's like they've got well, a, a good meme, someone's back there winding us up and we've got to be like it's a good <laughs> it's a good meme. I was just trying because I'm outside I was trying to see if anyone I don't think anyone's upstairs my girlfriend's on the couch she didn't look over I thought she was going to like you're a fucking idiot like <laughs> me clapping in my on my balcony just singing the 50% dot two outro song that's great I love it that's good cheers I love it. Papa bless <laughs>